Hello everyone, welcome again to another Word for Today with Ray. And before we begin, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, once again, we have the opportunity to sit with your Word in hand, knowing that you desire to teach us and that you want us to know about you and your Son Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the way that you know things well in advance of what we actually see. So today, Lord, as we study again this book of Esther, I pray that you will help us to know you more, to help us to realize that your Son Jesus came to help change our lives and that your Holy Spirit will guide us in the truth so that that will occur. We bless you and we thank you, and it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. The title to today's lesson is, That They May Be Destroyed. And it's taken from the book of Esther, chapter 3, and verse 9. Haman stood before King Ahasuerus to complain about a people within the empire who were not keeping the king's laws. Haman was motivated by the refusal of Mordecai to bow to him. And because he was a Jew, Haman desired that all of Mordecai's people pay a price for his insubordination. In chapter 3 and verse 9 of the book of Esther, we discover more of Haman's plan. We read, If it please the king, let it be written that they may be destroyed, and I will pay 10,000 talents of silver into the hands of those that have the charge of the business to bring it into the king's treasuries. The verse begins, If it please the king, let it be written that they may be destroyed. We notice first that at least Haman knew the art of entreating. He said, If it please, rather than simply telling the king what to do. Because the Persian Empire came into existence by eliminating foes, Haman more than likely knew that just another group of people, particularly a rebellious one, would be of no particular preference for King Ahasuerus. Because Haman painted the Jews as opponents to the king, the desire to have them destroyed should be easily obtained. He did, however, ensure that this command be written. As we stated before, the kings of Persia had power, but the written law superseded their power once a law was written. The verse goes on to say, And I will pay 10,000 talents of silver to the hands of those that have the charge of the business to bring it into the king's treasuries. Haman knew that by eliminating such a large group of people, it would have an impact, an economic impact upon the kingdom. Some of the Jews were workers, others were servants and many paid tribute. Most of them contributed to the empire, and the loss of them would mean financial loss as well. Haman declared that he would pay for the loss, give it to those in charge of business, and bring it into the king's treasuries. Can we even imagine such a hatred for Mordecai? Those who have unbridled anger and wrath often become a victim of the very revenge they desire to inflict. Haman's wrath certainly had him consumed. What is it that we are so angry about that we would pay such a price as Haman to remove? Is there anyone as angry at us because of our allegiance to God like Mordecai? Do we live our lives in such a manner that the enemy of our soul, Satan, 
would desire to destroy us if he could. As with Haman, many people may not like what we have to say or enjoy our behavior in our worship of Jesus Christ, but are we willing to bear the cross of our Savior Jesus even when others are contrary to our worship? What price are we willing to pay that we might find ourselves as children of the living God? Next time, we will hear more about Haman's desire before King Ahasuerus that the Jews be destroyed. So read ahead, and we shall join together then. Until tomorrow, there is more. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace as you continue to study his word in Jesus' name.